I'm Jordan. And I'm Rosanna. And on this podcast, we explore how to take life off autopilot and relentlessly pursue a life worth living together. together. Welcome to episode eight of the Relentless Pursuit podcast. This one is titled Family Road Trip. Um, this week, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Uh, we've had some Q&A formats and some... A few fun interviews. Yeah, some fun mm-hmm. interviews now. So now we're going to switch it up. And we wanted to give you guys an opportunity to get to know us a little bit better for those of you who don't know us. I know that we do have a lot of friends and family that are listening and watching these on YouTube. Um, but we do have some people who don't know us as well. So we thought, what better way to get to know us is to maybe share about us, a little bit about our story, a little about who we are, and we thought maybe the best way to do that would be to capture it um, by retelling the story of our family road trip that we just took for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were, um, I, I would say, really fortunate to have uh, some some time set aside that we could go on a family road trip. Each year, we like to take a little pilgrimage down to Texas. I have some family down in Texas that at least once a year, we like to load up the kids in the family van and swing down and say hello. Uh, but our trip morphed a little bit more this year. Um, we've been at home for a long time now. And one of the things that we wanted to make sure that we took advantage of is summertime and uh, some of the time that we have available to try to do something a little bit different. And uh, we were disappointed, like many other uh, families, when we realized that the local pool, which we usually live at during the summer, uh, would be closed and many other favorite venues and favorite activities. And so uh, we were trying to think, how can we look back at the summer of 2020 and still have some some favorite memories and experiences that are going to be cherished by us? Um, So... We uh, were looking at our trip down to Texas to visit family, uh, but we also received a very kind invitation from some friends of ours who live out in Colorado to spend a short time with them as well. And so uh, I kind of started dreaming of this, you know, quasi cross country road trip, uh, you know, national lampoon style where we would uh, leave from here and spend a pretty significant amount of time on the road and uh, away from home and with friends and with family and doing and seeing some things that we don't normally get to do. Um, all while still navigating uh, you know, a pandemic environment and trying to do it in a in a safe but a, a memorable kind of way. So um, I pitched it to Rosanna. <clears throat> hey, I have a great idea. Let's spend hours and hours upon end in the family minivan with all the kids. And it didn't take too much convincing, but there was definitely uh, some logistics that needed to lay, you know, be laid down to make sure that it worked. Um, so what ended up happening was that we decided we would leave home. We would drive to Mount Rushmore and visit that and then spend some time after that uh, down, driving down and spending time in Colorado. And then uh, from there, we would we have uh, several uh, friends and family members in Colorado. We try to visit as many of them as we can uh, and then head down to Texas, spend some more time with my family there and to then head home after that's all said and done. So altogether, it was... It was two full weeks. Two full weeks. 14 mm-hmm. days, over 3,300 miles uh, in a Dodge Grand Caravan with our four <laughs> kids, um, to which many people who we... And we kind of made this decision um, maybe, what, seven days off from days when we left. We, we just kind of were like, well, oh, okay, let's let's dig in. And so when people heard what we were doing, they thought we were a little crazy. That's everyone's first reaction. Like, like with all your kids and you're driving? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So when he pitched the idea, he said it didn't take much convincing. Um, he often has big ideas, great ideas too, um, some that are not so great. But I did, he pitched this idea 14 days, South Dakota, Colorado, Texas, the kids, the car, the miles. And I just kind of like slow blink. Just took like, it all in. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and then I just said, why not? Like, what else do, what else are we doing? What else do we have going on? And we've been fortunate to have that time in that space now. So it really was the perfect opportunity to gather our group Mm -hmm. and go. Um, and one of the great things about being together for so long, um, we just celebrated our 14th wedding anniversary mm-hmm. on the launch date of our podcast um, and knowing each other for almost 22 years is that I trust him. Um, and so trusting that we could do this and we could do it together is just, is great. It's, it's just a it's great like place to be. There's some logistics to make this happen, but really like it's, it's well within our reach and there's a convenient kind of division of labor and after doing many things together over the years a lot of it kind of falls into place as we assume responsibilities for different things to make it happen yeah and i think that's the the biggest thing about this trip is that he you know he came up with this idea and then we kind of we know each other's strengths so i know his strength is he's going to navigate it he's going to get us there he's going to have that all planned out I couldn't even tell you which direction east is from where I'm currently sitting. So, like, that is not in my wheelhouse. That is not something I'm good at. Um, And I trust him to take care of that. And he got us there flawlessly. Um, And so, but I also know that means that packing up six people for 14 days in multiple climates um, was going to be a challenge. We had, you know, there's six of us in the car, so it's not like we have extra room to stuff stuff because yeah. we have a lot but of people. Rosanna likes this sort of challenge too. So it's like, all right, babe, here's what we're, here's the, here's the task. We've got six people, X number of days. You get two suitcases and you know, like one duffel bag and a and, cooler and, and this yeah and this much space. And she's like, okay, it sounds like. Uh, would you compare it to like one of those it's like, an, reality it's, TV shows? Yes, challenges. like Survivor. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, what will we take? What will we, we leave? What are my luxury items? Like, what can we fit? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who has what at what house? Can I borrow a blow dryer? Am I taking it? Um, my big thing is always shoes. Jordan travels in one pair of shoes. I pair. need like nine pairs to go. Um, but we creatively made a plan for, you know, getting all of these warm weather, hot weather, cold weather, layers, sunscreen, bug spray. Um, and then that added layer of face coverings, um, gloves, toilet seat covers for public restrooms, masks. Mm-hmm. I mean, antibacterial i mean we were stocked and we planned and he trusted me to handle all of that and so then even loading the car like mm-hmm. i load it so i know where it is and i'm constantly shuffling and reshuffling yeah, I mean, the clothes, like the my clean job clothes, to the dirty carry clothes. the suitcases out and it's my job to <laughs> kind of facilitate sure making sure everybody has what they need yeah but I, I like this too because I don't think I mean we're really not just talking about the road trip here, but this is, is sort of a, a, a microcosm of a lot of the experiences and uh, and, and tasks and, and goals that we set for ourselves. So it's like the on the road trip of life. I mean, what are some of the lessons from this particular experience that also pertain to you know, some of the bigger things that we're doing on a, a more day to day basis as well? Yeah, I mean, and for us, for our family to work, it's always been that we need to be doing it together. We got to be a team. We always have to be a team. And what's nice is we kind of know where each other's strengths and weaknesses are. Um, and so where one kind of falters, the other one picks up. Yeah. And I don't know if it's good or bad, but like if, so like I, I handle all the driving and directions 
but the moment you tried to like give me directions for like something specific, it just like we ended up going the wrong way. Then I'm getting upside, just pull over and look at the map anyway. And just because like the way we we the way you read that and the way you communicate that is just like just kind of off my chart of of how I process that. And then same thing with uh, any of the the suitcases. Like I went into one and I was looking for something for the kids, and you're like, it's not in this one, it's that one. And, you know, you're gonna mess this up. And and those kind of became like almost our our strict domains. And if we interfered with the other persons, it's like we were, we we're going to mess it up in some ways. Like we got a system, <laughs> just trust the system and let me, let me handle this because this is, is my job. And, um, you know, there, I think there were other smaller things like that too. Like even just looking at uh, the financial end of it, I'm like looking at how many gas stops are we going to need to make and how much gas should we have on hand and how much should we expect this to, to cost overall? Is that even feasible? Um, and then I know you had like other you know, components, even, even during the trip as well, that you were just managed often without, you know, anyone's knowledge of it and it just fit it together. But I think that's what's great about having a partner, having a teammate in it is that you can complement each other, right? We were staying in the homes of other people. So even just taking a moment to, you know, bring thank you cards with us and, you know, writing a thank you card and placing it, you know, it's those little things that like I would think of that you might not or that you would think of and that I wouldn't like planning gas stops or rest stops, like totally off you know, my radar, but mm-hmm. you've got it covered and Downloading being able to like kids podcasts or yes, silly songs to yeah, keep just them somewhat the, entertained. The different yeah. ways in which <laughs> we were able to help our kids have a good experience and, and what roles we play in the creation of the family road trip were important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's next? All right. What's next? Um, so let's talk a little bit more about our trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, so we left here. We left here bright and early on a Sunday morning at like, like before 6 a.m. Yeah. And uh, kids were all very excited. And I think they forget, like one, one thing I'm reminded of is that they forget how bored and uncomfortable they are in the van for long periods of time. Because they are, and they're not complaining the whole time, but by the time you get to the destination, they've, they've forgotten all about being on the road. And so they look forward to the next time that they have a chance to like be on the road. So they really like kids tend to remember the, and I think it's true for all of us. They tend to remember the more positive things and the, the boring or even the negative, I think just fades away. Yeah. We left. And what, what's their first exciting thing is that anytime we leave for a road trip, we stop and we get some Dunkin' Donut donuts and that's like their breakfast in the car. And like, they look (laughs) forward to that. And then they're looking forward to, uh, mom buys all of these snacks for the road trip that we don't normally have. And so all like about the, the snacks. all about the snacks and um, we don't have an entertainment center in our car. We don't have DVD players or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do pack an iPad and attach it to the back of a seat, but mm-hmm. they have to ride. I mean, we really make them sweat it out. I, what was it like eight hours? It's probably at least eight hours before we let them watch yeah. a movie. Yeah. And so we have, you yeah, know, but they weren't begging for one either. They were looking outside. They were talking to each other. We were, you know, randomly starting road trip games, listening to you know, goofy songs, taking naps. I mean, there's so much to do. So much to do. Um, and so that's <laughs> no, my why... Favorite, my favorite was just how often they would be asking you for things. And there's four of them. So one of them would say, I need a napkin. And the other one needs to put something in the garbage bag. And you're just constantly like turning around from the passenger seat. Yeah, that was the, the first five hours of my trip <laughs> consisted of me turning around. I'm just driving. Turning around. 
turning. He's, you know, he's got he's got the helm. He's driving. He doesn't hear a thing. <laughs> I need this. I need this. She touched me. Can we watch a movie? Is it time for another stand? It's, you know, it's kind of like um, mm-hmm. when you start summer vacation or when the kids were then home, like, all spring with um, school. And you're trying to, like, devise that, like, system and that plan. And this is how you do it. Or asking for permission to, like, open the window. It's, like, all of these things that you really don't want to deal with. Um, but after the first five hours, they really settled in. They really settled in. Yeah, it became <laughs> smooth cruise after that. But uh, you know, as as we went through the just the the, the trip itself, um, you know, once we arrived at our destination in Colorado, uh, we we got to do some unique things that we are. It's really difficult to replicate in Illinois. Um, and I mean, one of the greatest things I appreciated was that we had a chance to spend time outdoors. And but outdoors in kinds of terrain and opportunity to see some things that are just really really fun and and unique uh, and beautiful, uh, and we had gorgeous weather as well, which I was very grateful for. So it was it's not like there was some huge event waiting for us on, at at the destination. It was a chance to be with people that we loved and to do some activities with them and within the the location that are uh, a little bit different, but enough to make some memories for that. And, uh, you know, another big thing I noticed too, is that there was really, um, all of our screen time was drastically reduced. The kids, you know, ours, and we weren't even really aware of it because we were having a genuinely good time with one another and with the activities that we were doing. And that's, that's worth it. You know, I mean, I think sometimes when we are in our routines, there's maybe a reliance or even an over reliance on screens for information and for work and for entertainment. And that's not all negative, but it, it is pleasant to be able to hit the pause button and enjoy not staring at a screen, but deriving genuine value from the people that you're with and the activities that you're doing. Right. You weren't checking work email. Um, I wasn't checking work email. I wasn't really posting to social media. Um, most of our drive, um, we went from here to Mount Rushmore and then Mount Rushmore. So South Dakota through Wyoming to Colorado. We, I didn't even have service. Mm-hmm. So like I couldn't just, you know. It's actually a little scary when you're in mindless, the middle of yes. nowhere. <laughs> really, there's nothing. There's like some tumbleweed. There's like nothing. There's just some cows. And you have no service to like look, even look at a map. Yeah. Um, but like not incessantly checking to see what other people were doing or, Mm. um, you know, what was going on in the world. It was just nice. There's no need to feel productive. Yeah. It was just nice to like sit back and get away. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we try and do every summer is we try and kind of flip the script, flip the schedule, like live outside of our routines, which Mm -hmm. we thrive on routines as a family, as individuals. Um, but it's a great time to kind of break that routine as a way to kind of like, dive into something more, something unique, something better. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think we've talked about how important it is to value the ordinary. Um, but it's nice to, at the same time, get it, get away from the ordinary. At, and whether it's big or small, you know, find a different kind of experience. And in many ways, I mean, at least for me, and I know from some of the things the kids have said, like they, it's whet their appetite for more. I mean, Colorado is gorgeous. Oh my gosh. The <laughs> mountains and the waterfalls and the hiking and the butterflies and mm-hmm. even just like the animals that are there are different than the animals here and watching mm-hmm. our kids, you know, pick wildflowers on a hike for four miles and mm-hmm. throwing stones into like a rushing river. Yeah, like this, That was the big hit of the trip was throwing rocks into water. Well, we have three boys. So right. 
I mean, that makes sense. So, but I think some of that translates back to, so now is our ordinary, um, does it have the chance to be disrupted or to modify based on some of the new things that we took time to have an appreciation for? Yeah. Got to go find some water and some rocks at least. Some water and some rocks. But I think the other part of being gone and staying with people that we knew, I mean, these are lifelong friends that we've had. They were in our wedding. We were Mm -hmm. in their wedding. Um, They moved away. We haven't seen them a lot, but even just being able to like reconnect Mm -hmm. um, several hours together, several days allows for, you know, a new kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not that quick relationship where it's like that quick exchange. Right. Um, it's not like, a, all right, catch me up on like, you know, everything that's going on. I mean, we had time to just like kind of, you have a lot of time, you have a together. lot of time and you can <laughs> talk about the things that matter and the things that are on your mind or, you know, tell me more about that. And I think that's, what's nice by quieting some of the other things is, you know, even just pouring into people a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, and seeing where they're at, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very grateful for their just their their hosting and their because I, I know we put things aside to be able to travel, but and so they did, did they. as well. Yeah. And the other thing I thought um, was also interesting is you know spending time with other people in close proximity, like in their house, um, like what you learn from each other or what you can observe by being with them. And so them saying you know saying things about the way our relationship is with our kids that they would notice that mm-hmm. I don't know that. I guess I didn't think people would pick up on, mm-hmm. but like even having that like said back to you is kind of like an eye opening. Yeah. Well, it's thing. a nice little like outsider perspective on some right. of the yeah, more intimate nuances of, of your family that are helpful. to But see. even how I learned from them while I was there, like, you mm-hmm. know, you kind of take it in you think, wow, I'd like to be more like that. Like you mm-hmm. don't have that opportunity when you're just in passing, just in or, passing or, you look or going out for drinks or right. something like or that. Or highlight reel on Facebook or Instagram. Right. Right? You get a little bit more about their heart and, you know, where they're headed. So I think that was really great too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we had a beautiful time. We saw Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. We hiked. We swam in a lake. We, what, we kayaked. We paddle boarded. I mean, we did a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um then we headed to Texas, and we got to do some other fun things with family. Mm-hmm. Um, our daughter got to go horseback riding, and there was some pool time, which we're not going to really get here this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's our that's the highlight reel of our trip, right? If you check our Instagram feed or even my personal one, like you see, like all of the great moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some not so great moments, and these uh, tend to stand out a little bit more as well, ironically. But they stand out like more later, like yeah. in the moment, like you, you're not really, you know, trekking and you know thinking that it's anything important. But, um, you know, they're unpleasant at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were more than fortunate; we had no car trouble. We had no one, you know, was injured or there was nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were able to stay healthy and safe the entire time, so mm-hmm. that's great. Um, but you know, we talked about like the, the first five hours of the road trip of the kids, like getting them to settle down. It's kind of, it's kind of like a circus. Yeah. Um, and there, you know, there were like multiple long drives. So there were multiple instances of that. Our two year old is, um, uh, we were gone two weeks. I think he grew three inches. He popped four doubled. teeth yeah. and his vocab doubled. So we were eight hours into a 15 hour drive and I get mom, I'm done. Hmm. And then he just starts crying. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at him and said, yeah, I'm, I'm done too, but we got, you know, seven <laughs> more hours, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rosanna, as well as our two year old, that there was we still a lot ahead of us. Just got to buckle up, buckle down and, and keep going. Um, but one of the things, where were we? Were we headed to South Dakota? I think we were in Minnesota at the time. Okay, so we, from Illinois to Wisconsin, over to Minnesota, making our way to South Dakota. 
And our daughter says to us, mom, I don't feel so good. And so, you know, when they're little, you don't really know what that means. Mm -hmm. So I said, like, like your tummy doesn't feel good. Yeah. Okay. Like you got to go potty or like you're going to puke. I think I'm going to puke. Okay. We're not even in the first leg of our trip. Someone's going to puke. Um, I, of course, had, you know, all of our things in the car. I mean, well paper towels, had, you know, yeah. um, garbage bags. I'm like hurrying up, opening a garbage bag. I put it over her face and she's just, so I'm turned around in the front seat. He's on the expressway or the highway, whatever you call it. I'm holding a garbage bag open and she's just like looking straight at she's me like right at you. she's going to vomit, <laughs> like, you know, into the bag, like not into the bag, into my face instead of in the bag. And all I could say was, don't puke on me. Don't puke. put your head down, puke into the bag. Just puke. Don't puke on me. And poor thing. She started throwing up right there in the van. And so I'm driving and it's, it's almost as though she's in my ear. And all I hear is her breathing and puking into the bag. And I hear you saying like, look down, don't look at me, look down. And then she's <laughs> muttering to me like, can't we get off the highway? I'm like, I, I, there's nowhere to pull over right here. So like, sure enough, I finally, we get to an exit and I pull over at the, the first parking lot that's there. And uh, of course it's a strip club. At the end. <laughs> Up pulling over and and so she like finishes throwing up like in the parking lot of this strip club and uh, all into the into the garbage into bag. the bag yeah, yeah it was I a mean, very it was brilliant very clean experience um and that was the the first of a few instances where unfortunately she got a little car sick but she she rallied really well and we we're proud of her um, there was another instance too in Colorado where the same thing happened and we're going through all these mountain passes and weaving up and down and I remember we had pulled over at some point as well and as she's having this unpleasant experience I'm looking around i'm like this is a really gorgeous spot to stop and throw up at you know <laughs> and actually i didn't tell you this i don't think i told you this but i was i wanted to prepare a bingo card for our road trip like a parent bingo card for all the things that could happen there on a road go. trip and one of the squares that you have the option of, of putting was going to be the, a kid throwing up in the car and that was, and there were other squares too with things that had happened, but that, that struck me and I, I regretted the moment that, you know, after she was done throwing up that I, I hadn't actually pre- finished preparing that bingo card for us to play because afterwards so we would have checked that box. Um, but that was, that, that's going to be something that stands out and we, and she, even she can laugh at you know, right now as well, because it's a, a peculiar kind of incident that stands out and we, we never really thought about it or prepared for it or anticipated it, but it happened and we kind of have this funny little story that we'll probably retell uh, on any other uh, future road trips too. I mean, there's a couple others too. Like we've hiked four miles out up the side of a mountain in Colorado and one of the kids has to poop. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to do? Perfect time. You know, perfect okay, time. Well, there's no uh, outhouse. Yeah, guys, there's no bathrooms here, so we're going to have to do it outside. And, you know, just that, that realization and like that, <laughs> that like fumbling of, you know, you start to sweat a little bit and you're like, okay, how are we going to manage this? And, you know, there's, you know, or you change a poopy diaper on a hike and then you got to carry it with you all the you way back, you know, so we did that. Um, you know, there's, you're traveling during a pandemic. So just, you know, how do you get out and, you know, manage a rest stop and how do you keep your kids safe? And you know, like, Although there are all of these things that could have kept us home and could have kept us back or could have had us, you know, upset and throwing our hands up there, you know, throwing in the towel, like mm-hmm. those, we have to expect those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with kids too, but like, mm-hmm. we can't let those things derail all of the great things and the amazing experience that they're going to have from the summer. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really what's important, you know? Right. And one of our questions that we ask, you know, before we try something big or small is like, what's the worst that can happen? And you know, there, there's some pretty like worst things that could happen. You could get in an accident. Um, you could run out of gas in the middle of nowhere. 
and there's a lot of middle of nowhere. And we traveled a lot yeah, to where, where of we were at. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's other dangers. And I, I think, um, you know, part of it is anticipating those and, and planning as best as you can for contingencies that may arise, but not letting those, those fears or those doubts or those unknowns overshadow the positive potential in the opportunity that's there. And I think that's what's great about you is you're always looking for that positive potential. And okay, yeah, things could go wrong. But we also live in an age where usually those things can be rectified pretty quickly. Right. So I mean, all in all, it was a a really great trip. Um, And I think one thing that is not in our outline or in our notes or something we discussed was, um, you know, 14 days, all six of us together with, you know, no real separate distinction from our kids during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, that could be a lot. You mean like, like us, us separate, separate from, from our kids. kids. Like okay. we were in the, the car together. Mm-hmm. Um, we went, how many hotel rooms? Two, two hotel two. rooms. Yeah. So in Two of those situations, I was sleeping in the bed with one kid. You were sleeping in the bed with another. Yeah. Um, Two-year-olds sleep great when you share a bed with them. I recommend it to everybody. Um, and in one of the places we stayed, the pack and play in our room. So just really not being able to like have any distance from our kids, which is obviously not the end of the world or a bad thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, loving each other through that and like finding ways to... Um, to just be one-on-one or have a conversation without being interrupted or, you know, having some time away to think or plan or work or, Mm -hmm. um, I think my favorite thing was when I got in the car for the road trip, there was a Ziploc bag, um, that Jordan had, has, I don't know, how many questions were there? I think there were 50 questions. 50 questions that he had typed up, cut up into little strips. They were folded. They were in this Ziploc bag as ways to like discuss and answer questions and talk. Icebreaker questions. Some were deep, some were silly. Um, some actually color coded for, I called it nap time only questions. And we actually didn't pull any of those because none of the kids ever, we didn't, we didn't Two weeks, have no all, naps. The, yeah. all, all the kids <laughs> never slept at once for us to have, um, what I would consider to be a pretty exciting conversation from one of, one of those questions. But yeah, I wanted to, I figured there's a lot of time that you and I would just be sitting next to each other in the car and I didn't want that opportunity to pass without uh, and we could just talk but to, to have some kind of some goofy things to at least get interesting thoughts and interesting conversations started and i just thought that was so great like how you thought of me before the trip because you didn't tell me that you were doing that i had no idea and then so when there was a lull and the kids were quiet or there was a movie on or they all like randomly passed out or some of them passed out and someone was reading we would just pull one from the bag and some of them were like hard and like really thoughtful and some of them were silly and it was just like you know, it's just a very small way to show that you care and that like our time together is important too. And even though it's not us on a beach in Mexico, which I dream about that all the time nice, yeah. and that I, you know, ask for every three to four weeks, when's the next time you think we can, you yeah. know, vacation alone together? Um, it means a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I thought that was really great. Yeah. Well, you got to make the most of, of those times and those opportunities. Um, so like we said, this is really not uh, meant to just summarize a fun family road trip, but it's meant to be thinking of some of those experiences as, as a, a bit of a, a microcosm or an analogy for what I say. It's kind of lame, but like the, the road trip of life and both the, the travel and the destination and to the activities and to the people and the values along the way. Um, and so when we're kind of living out life, I, I feel like in some ways we are in a, a vehicle together 
and it, it's up to us to develop that teamwork to to find the activities and into the memories to find even the inconvenient things that um, are truly the the memory makers and the, the things that we end up laughing about and enjoying later on and and make the stories that we retell um, you know a chance to connect and get away from screens get away from work and I, I think that there's a great opportunity to do that within a 14-day road trip period. Um, but a lot of that translates into how we try to facilitate just the, the day-to-day life and the, the long-term journey that we're all on. Yeah. And I, you know, I think it was just a breath of fresh air for all of us because even coming home, I just feel like things are a little bit different. I feel like the kids, we were all home together before this for a while, but the kids seem to have clicked in a new way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're a little bit older and they're a little bit different than we left. And I, there is something that was so special about it that I'm I'm so glad that we did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it makes you appreciate what you come home to more. And also, um, you know, you're, you're, you're changed by a new experience. And I, I feel that. And I'm looking forward to more new experiences ahead as well. Yeah. So thank you for listening to our story. I know it's, you know, nothing super riveting or off the charts, but I think, you know, talking about tackling life as a team, you know, expecting the unexpected, preparing the best that you can, um, and embracing the here and now are all things that we need to continue to do Mm -hmm. to be successful. Absolutely. Um, so you can check out and learn a little bit more about uh, this show from our show notes. You can find those at the Relentless Pursuit Podcast.com. And you could also tell us about any of your favorite road trip or vacation experiences that you may have had as an adult or maybe even as a kid. We'd love to hear about those. You can check out these episodes as well as bonus content on YouTube. And we'd love to hear any feedback or any reviews that you may have as well. If you haven't yet, please leave leave us a five-star rating and we are looking forward to sharing the rest of our season one episodes with you in the near future. But thanks for listening everybody. Bye.